music was different welcome to the zombie teeth podcast and as i just said the music was different reason being we have two people on today's show we have bungle from the barstool preachers and we have Chaz from lightyear now i don't think we mention it in the show but if you want to check out lightyear's music if you go onto spotify or any of those uh, and you look at lightyear there are a bunch of bands called lightyear or artists called lightyear so what you're looking for is they have two albums one of them's called call of the weasel clan and the second one is called chris gentleman's hairdresser and railway bookshop i hope you enjoy this that's quite a fun one this was the episode that I didn't release a few weeks ago and now you get to hear it. Enjoy! Cool. How are you, you finding all the lockdown and everything? Not too bad. I've been pretty busy because I mean I did all that stuff for uh, for Pastor Hello. Watches, all the artwork. Oh. Here he is. Here he is. Hello. Six minutes late, six minutes late. How's everybody doing? Peaking, peaking the, the graphics already. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh Just flashing. <laughs> it's uh, even if I whisper, like if I whisper, yeah. I'm in the yellow. I just, I just shout it. I just went oh, really loud. I feel from like, fucking babies asleep. <laughs> 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 It's going to be one of them. It's going to be one of them. I think so, yeah. I've got so. a glass of uh, 100% strength chamomile tea here. Rock and roll. Mate, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the new beer. It's the new beer. <laughs> the new white lightning. Oh, mate, three hammer all the way. Look at, look at your... You're still peaking, Bungle. Peaking too soon. Peaking bung. <laughs> Are you at home, Bungle, then? Right, Brighton. Yeah, at home in Worthing. Oh, cool man. Say hi to yeah. Danielle. Chaz says hi. Hi Chaz. Hi, uh, hi Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her I said hi as well. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. Paul says hi as well. Hi Paul. I said I feel like if anyone spoke in, in your house, we'd be able to hear them. It's so clear. I know. I I don't get why. Hang on, hang on. I've only got like I'm I'm at full length with the lead now. Is that any better? Am I quiet? You are a little bit. You're not peeking. Yeah, you're in the yellow. <laughs> yeah. That's a little bit better. It'll be fun. He wasn't distorting, but I can imagine that once I get it into uh into can the we get thing, some special effects on the voices afterwards. Yeah. Turn you into like robots. Whoa! You just, you just went really <laughs> loud. He's doing it again. You just went really loud. <laughs> Bungle, you guys, bungle and technology. You don't, we don't, we don't mix. How many coffees have you had now, then? Um, I've had about. Well, I have one massive. It's like a cereal bowl-sized cup. So, I'm, uh, I'm steaming. It should be fun, then. It should be fun. Yes. So, okay. So, basically, what I'm going to do is, I'm just going to, we're just going to have a chat. Really, you are Chaz. You are like the 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 linchpin of the Death Star. Like we have all had 
separate encounters with you. <laughs> Sounds like some sort of police episode <laughs> over, over the okay. years. Yeah, yeah. There's no evidence of this, but yeah. So okay, what I'll do is let me uh, let me introduce you both, um, and then because that's the bit that it always I feels get so super nervous awkward. When, when people say that to me, I get really nervous. <laughs> we've we've had experiences of you over the years. Like. Well, that's what we'll, that's what we'll get into. Okay. So yeah. You're so... just gonna you're just gonna be like, right, that time when I was eighteen, you put your finger up my bum hole and <laughs> And then and, you made me smell asleep. it. Yeah, you made me smell it and, and I'm actually want to sue you and how do you feel? <laughs> you know, something like that. I've had a I've had a rash for sixteen years and it hasn't gone away. <laughs> Called Bungle. Bungle's just here as a as a witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was. Don't, don't involve me in your seedy affairs. <laughs> okay, so um, so joining me today is Chaz from Lightyear and his solo work, and we've got Bungle from Barstool Preachers. It may seem a bit of a strange thing for this, but as you will find out, that we all kind of know each other from different times in our lives. It's it's a strange one, but it should be interesting to uh, to see where this goes. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm quite worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm apprehensive now. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be fine. So we'll begin. I reckon probably if we begin with the fact of so, Chaz, what year did Lightyear start? Oh, um, I think um, Nelb's the best with, with uh, years and stuff, but I think like maybe '96. Yeah, sound, like that. that does sound about right. Okay, um, saw you supporting a band at the Vic in Derby. Wow, yeah, um, it was before there was a horn section in Lightyear. Wow, yeah, that that must have been a long time ago then. And yeah. Yeah. you were wearing a unitard with a burst football on your head. Oh yeah, and oh a my banana God. and a banana down the front of it. Do you know what? I've literally, I literally forgot about that show until you just said that. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, and, and then it just came back to me like, oh, yeah, yeah. I had a half a football. Yeah, that was lovely. I'm trying show, yeah. to remember who it was you were supporting. Because <laughs> um, I, 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 I didn't go to that many, I didn't go to that many gigs at the Vic. Was it Link 80? Did you support Link 80? It, uh, we did. Yeah, yeah. And I, I couldn't tell you if that was the one. Because uh, <coughs> that was at the yeah. Vic. Um, yeah, I think maybe on their first time round, we, we supported them. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it was amazing because we got to support all the bands we were listening to. You know, yeah. There was that um, year I was telling someone else like in mm, that year you got like the oh Vanguards played there. Yeah, there was loads of bands. It was great. It sort of jelly was beans. Every, yeah, yeah, it was like three a week. You know, it, it was amazing. Um, when gigging yeah. was good. Yeah. <laughs> when when all, all right. when all the bands right came now. round. Oh, yes. oh, I mean, what right now? Right now, it's, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're sat in our pants at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you mean I had to dress up? Hang on a minute. <laughs> um, so yeah, I remember that, and I remember quite distinctly that you'd, you'd got a song about being in love with um, one of the ah. dancehall crashes. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe you bring this up. I man. don't. I don't know how. I don't know why I remember it, but I remember it so so clearly. I don't know if it's oh my banana god, down this you, is. You, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's quite an image. And um, I even I even remember that it went, I'm in love with the girl. 
from the dance hall crashes. She drives me cream. She drives me cream crackers. <laughs> what you know a what? line! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a lyrical genius, Chaz. Dude, I can't believe that you're actually bringing that up. And I, I, I totally forgot about that. I remember uh, I watched that um, Scar movie the other day. Um, Pick it up, I think it's called. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, it's really good, and and the dance hall crashes are on that, and I was like, amazing! Like dance hall crashes are here, you know. Like, and I said to my girlfriend, I was like, oh, I wrote a song about them, and. <laughs> And uh, couldn't remember the words or anything, and there um, but there you go, yeah, wow, <laughs> awful. Which, which one was it? Which, which? Um, I don't know, man. I think it was just like um, I don't know. I think probably both of them actually. I or, saw... um, it might it might have been um, thingy from Save Ferret. I got the wrong band. <laughs> <laughs> Monique. Monique. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, uh. I, I saw Dancehall Crashes supporting No FX in '97. I would imagine you were probably there as well because Jim was there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember Jim coming over at the end, just sweating <laughs> and being like. I've lost my shoes. <laughs> and some some point during the gig, just like um, his, his loose skater shoes just vanished. Yeah, I mean, he's still, Jim still dresses exactly the same as uh, Jim from Light. He still dresses the same as like he did then. And, he, he, you know, he has like SpongeBob SquarePants backpacks and, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle T-shirts. And yeah, he's, he's awesome. He doesn't give a shit. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> so, okay, so Lightyear started in the in the mid to late 90s. Yeah, Bungle. You know, you know, if you hear any, if you hear anything that you agree with, yeah, just give us a, an eighties like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, eighties, <laughs> okay. eighties yeah. sound effects coming up. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, okay. Ball, Sorry, go ball. on. Um, well, I was going to actually go over to Bungle and say, so when did you meet Chaz? Do you remember? Um, I was having to think about this earlier, and I was trying to sort of roughly get a year. I think it was it was early noughties. Oh, Definitely yeah. It's the bulb, bulb. Such a good girl. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Anyway, back on track. Steve Owen. Steve Owen into a. Oh my god, madness! Soundtrack, soundtrack. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it was like 2001, 2002, and my old band, Out of Luck, was supporting Lightyear down at the Concord in Brighton. <laughs> and it was like one of the most ridiculous nights of meeting someone for the first time ever. I mean, I've been to Lightyear shows and that before, and like to like most of the shows in Brighton around that time. And we ended up supporting Lightyear, and we were like, fuck yeah, like Concord slot down there. And it was like Lightyear headlining, uh, I think Ye Wiles were playing. Muttley's Dastardly Scam. I know uh, you're going to dig this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I think it's like, uh, again, like Potshot, Chinkies, that sort of calibre of band. And then we ended up going back to Mel and Charlie's afterwards. <laughs> and then we really bonded. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think... That's had a really suck, it? Uh, that, uh, it, was, it was hilarious. I mean, it was... Uh, thinking back, it was, uh, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Was but, um... Yeah. Where everyone just dressed... I think, was it everyone in dresses and things like that? To begin with, yeah. Yeah, it just went a bit... <laughs> yeah, yeah, then it just went, yeah, down. As, as, cool. as the night went on, I think we ended up, um... We ended up playing uh, Nightmare with oh, a right. mould of Fat yeah, Ian's yeah, yeah. head. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> so basically I um was it Mel or Charlie that made like props for things? I can't remember. I think it was Mel. Yeah. She to film as well, didn't she? After and stuff. That's right. 
Yeah, so basically she made made a mould of our mate Fat Ian's head and she still had like the, the rubber outer for it. <laughs> so me and Chaz grabbed the rubber head thing, it was huge. And then we we, gra we grabbed Neil, <laughs> we just whacked it on his head and gave him a stick and then we started playing night like Naked Nightmare outside on the street. Oh yeah. <laughs> so funny because that, that image uh, has just gone back into my head like that one as well yeah oh it's yeah. ridiculous down the street yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. you may be sir you may be getting some kind of nightmares after this just yeah just memory after PTSD. memory coming back yeah but yeah. yeah that that was the first that was the first night like we properly met and hung out and then uh yeah it just became more and more regular as we sort of I, went to I, gigs and played gigs after that i think yeah, I remember like when I moved back. Well, I moved to Brighton properly, mm. and um, I think it was like really like I hadn't been there long. And um, I went into Buzz's shop and Fatty and shop, and someone was like, "Oh, Bungle got married today. Like, do you want to go to his reception?" And then you were there, and you're like, "Yeah, do you want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, cool, man." And then it was it was just got battered down at um. Mate, we ducked out well early. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Oh, what was it? It was a good like, night though. The, was Did it you have the, a band yeah, play the, or something? Yeah, we had uh, Meow Meows play. Meow Meows, that was it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, no, we had the Meow yeah, Meows really play. Cool. Oh, we had, um, had a couple of my mates who were in the band I was in at the time, they did like our first dance and all that. And then we had, um, yeah, we had Meow Meows and then Tezza. Yeah. Tezza did his DJ set as well, that's hilarious. We ducked yeah. out about 11 o'clock and left everyone in there. And they were like, oh, right, nice. basically, we'll give it to you for half price, but you've got to make more than two grand on the bar. I think they rung us up the next day and went like, you made like six grand on the bar. Can you come and get, can you come and get married again? And it was just like, mate, get divorced. Just, just get divorced and get married again and get, and get married, all the lads yeah. and that down there. Brilliant. <laughs> Good. So did you have, uh, was this back when you had normal coloured hair, Bungle? Yeah. Yeah, I had normal coloured hair for a while. It was in a ridiculous, I I, like, I big bouffant. But... <laughs> nah. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> not that long ago. Not that long ago. See, I remember. I remember like when I in, it would have been probably ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety eight, and I um I came out of the uh, of the pub with a bunch of people I worked with, and there was a car in the middle of the road. It was um it was just outside of the city centre, and there was a car just parked literally in the middle of the road at a junction. So we were just like, "Hey, what's going on over here?" So I ran over to the car, and uh, and you you were like, you were in the car, and you were like, oh, "You got a light, mate?" And I stuck my head through the window. Jim was in the middle seat of the passenger at the back, and he just was like, "Paul," and he grabbed me, and whoever was in the front grabbed me as well, pulled me through the window, <laughs> and then the car <laughs> the car drove off with all my. There's a, there's a word for this. There is a technical. <laughs> <word>. <laughs> All my workmates hadn't got a clue what was going on because like, I'd run, run over to the car. So you disappear with me in the car and then drive around the block. It was around like Stockbrook Street area in Derby. Oh, okay. Um, and then you returned, threw, threw me back out of the car and drove off. <laughs> all, my, all my workmates were just sort of stood there just like kind of like one had got his this was back when you know like pay-as-you-go mobile phones were, were quite a new thing and one of them had got one and he stood there with it to his ear like just about to kind of ring the police and be like our mate's been kidnapped and then i appear out of nowhere again i'm just like yeah yeah it's fine it's fine let's uh <laughs> Just another casual, uh, regular <laughs> night out in uh, Derby. That's the way it goes in Derby, mate. Yeah, yeah Derby, uh, Derby, definitely. It was loose in those years, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we that same that same pub we came out of there one night, and because it was around uh, where all like the, the terrace houses and stuff are, and we come out of there, and you could hear 
because it was dead quiet and all you could hear was this rumble of footsteps but like somebody running so we're all looking mm. around next minute these lads come running past us and they're just like leg it and we're like what and then further up the road all you could see was a bunch of skinheads running oh. down the street as well and we were like the people i work with were in no no state to kind of get into any kind of altercation yeah so we so then we started running and yeah we ducked down one of the little alleyways between the houses and stuff but yeah it was always a bit yeah there was always something I mean, going off there was a time where there was like quite a big group of skinheads that that were really you know it was getting a bit serious with everyone and, and stuff and people were getting you know pretty messed up and stuff it was really bad and it was like a weird tit for tat thing and this guy we know got his jaw broke by him and yeah it was really bad for a little bit Derby's a crazy place I mean that was I don't know back then in general though it was it was a, a very eventful town but it was quite a good time as well you know I think there's a lot going on mm, yeah there's I but, mean there was like I say some of the bands that came through I mean yeah you know it's I couldn't imagine you know because you had like I think MXPX played Less Than Jake played in Derby you had uh, Mad Caddies played in Derby yeah you know and it was just it was it was that time and whoever was the promoter or the booking agent for around that time was just getting great band after great band oh it's crazy yeah it, it was the same pretty much like because obviously everyone doing the circuit and all of that like it was the same sort of down on the coast in brighton and that that was like mm. the golden sort of age of like the late 90s to early noughties you just had li- like Chaz was saying earlier you have like three shows a week and you have yeah. to, you literally had to pick and choose which one you were going to go to it's like one week you've got like dropkick murphy's with bouncing souls and some amazing local band opening and like two days later it's like mad caddies with less than jake or whatever at the salis benny and it was just like what i can't can't pick which one i want to go to you know what i mean it was it was it was like i mean you'd just be i mean i imagine it was the same for you bungle and like you'd just be so skinned (coughs) and you would you would be like right i'm gonna put you know as much as i can get a ticket drink Mm. the cheapest like i know you don't drink now but yeah back then it was like drink the cheapest shit you know you can find cheapest strongest shit you can get yeah 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 just get wasted outside and then and then you know like how am i going to scrounge my money for my next my next show you know what i mean or how mm. can i blag it in because because it wasn't like you know because like andy at the vic was always really good to me because like i didn't mm. have much money so i'd just be like dude i am got money kind of do you know kind of and he'd just be like just go in mm. you know just because because he, he knew if i had the money i'd i'd have it you know i'd put everything into the the shows like i wouldn't have anything else you know i think i think with people like in the local scenes like in the areas there's always that like those few people that like put the shows on that can see the kids that aren't dicks and they're like they're genuine yeah want to be in part of the scene it's like part of their life you know what i mean like i remember yeah. so many shows when i think um it was avail and ensign were playing at the free butt in brighton wow. and i really wanted to go and uh, buzz was putting it on and i was just like he's like you come to the show tonight i was like nah i, was just, I, I don't have any money to come along he's like well if you want here's a wedge of flyers and if you want to work the door tonight then like yeah, yeah. you can come to the show kind of thing and it's just like sweet so you like i worked to the show to get into the show kind of thing and like everyone sort of he was cool with yeah. it because I, I did the work. He he was happy and I got to see the bands. You know what I mean? It was quite, quite totally, a regular man. thing. I mean, yeah, Buzz was really good like that, wasn't he? And I think that mm. like I think if you look at it now, it's it it's. I mean, it, it it creates that community in music, but also I think that it's quite like not a savvy thing to do, but you you kind of you know I, I'm like if someone does that, they've got my respect. Then you know what yeah. I mean? And I know that they're they're not just trying to get all the money out of the ticket prices and stuff like that. So. Mm. 
it, it's just that thing, isn't it? It makes you involved in it. And once you're involved in it, you, you really, you know, it's, it's everything, like you said, like pretty much my entire life back then, you mm. know. It's um, because you kind of trust and respect in people with each other as yeah. well in the scene. And it bu- it builds that bond, like, like in the music and the punk scene and all that. And like, that's why I think like a lot of, I mean, now, like since Preachers started like six years ago, it's like I've now I've been sort of traveling around like the UK and like Europe and everywhere else and all that, you kind of get to see all the different scenes and like you actually sort of connect the dots with, oh, you know this person, oh, you know that yeah. one. And then like suddenly like you are one massive happy family that actually was bouncing between sort of towns to the different shows and all that. And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's amazing that that whole network. I mean, the, like when Light Years started, what, what we had to do is we had to like cold call venues. I, I used to call a venue and just be like, can you, would you put us on? And they'd be like, you got a demo? No, but we're amazing, man. We're so good. Like, yeah. And and then we turn up, you know, with a with a football on our head in a a one, Um, with three songs, one which we repeat twice, you know. So, but and what you what we would do is we would trade numbers. So you call one person up and you go, Mm. you know, so I guess like someone from the proper Gumbies, and you'd be like, hey man, how's it going? And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, cool. And then you'd be like, what numbers you got? And you'd be like, right, I've got these fifteen numbers around, you know, around the UK. Let's swap and then and then you call someone up and you go oh, i got your number off jay you know so and so from pop gumbies mm. or whatever and it was like that and then you just made this book you know like numbers and promoters and that's such a rad thing but now you you know you don't need to do that obviously because mm. of the internet but um did you do it like a thing. sticker book thing so like you had like two regular players and one was worth a shiny kind of thing and you had to trade two numbers for one number <laughs> yeah 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 buzz was the was the uh, this is in rush of the 2006. This is a really good number. Could you imagine Buzz with that tash, though? Or do you remember Buzz with that tash? No. He had a proper handlebar at one point. No, wait. I've got a funny story about in rush really quickly. Do you know um, the Blackout? Yeah. You know uh, the drummer from the Blackout? Mm. I, forgot, I forgot his name, but we I did a bit of tour managing. He, he was on a tour, really cool guy. But he said that he was doing a charity football match. He said his his, his childhood he- hero was Ian Rush, and he mm. was like, I absolutely worship Ian Rush. And then someone was like, right, you've got to go and mark Ian Rush in this charity football match. So he was like, <laughs> amazing, like absolutely amazing, like really getting pumped up and really excited. And and he he got swapped on, ran on, and then slid slid tackle Ian Rush, <laughs> totally took him out. Like and Ian Rush had to go off on a stretch. I just got an image in my head of him just like literally like running on slide tackle, like have it, bang! Yeah. <laughs> my life's complete now. <laughs> Ian, I love you. I thought you was going to say that you got a boner on on the pitch. No, no, you got very quiet when you said that. Is that because you said boner, or is it a technical thing? Uh, I think it was a technical thing. I was just, oh, okay. uh, I was just sitting back. Oh, I know. So you, you, did, you, you didn't go boner, boner. He didn't want it to peak on the recording. That's what it was. <laughs> peak boner. <laughs> peak peak bone. This is the highbrow shit I've come for now. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting into it now, lads. That's it. <laughs> So, but yeah, as you were saying, like Bongo, about like people kind of you you learn that people knew each other. I mean, the fact is, I did I didn't know that you knew Chaz and and quite mm. how much you knew him until I think I was down in Brighton for TJ's birthday and literally January, was, weren't it? Yeah, and yeah. There was, and there was literally what an hour I think where everyone was just kind of telling Chaz stories because it seems like everyone's oh got one. I think, <laughs> oh God. Do you know what? I think one of the funniest ones that I remember, which doesn't involve nudity, 
and it was it was fucking hilarious. We were round at our mate Danny's house, and um, this is when I was still drinking. And um, me, Jazz, and our mate Spring it decided it would be a really good idea to sellotape um, different like utensils from from around the house to our faces. Do you remember that? Dude, I literally looked at the photograph yesterday. Really? I was going yeah, to post it on Instagram. I was like, uh, that was such a funny night, man. That was so uh, funny. Like, I think... I'll, se- I'll send you the photograph. Well, yeah, do it, man. <laughs> I remember I had um, I had a bottle of ketchup sellotape to the side of my face. I think yeah. Chaz, ha- Chaz had like a remote control or something. And then um, Spring yeah, It had... And... Yeah. Do you remember Danny had the um, iron on the side of his face? Yeah, spring it plugged it in. Yeah, he was sat there like oblivious, and he put put it in. He's like, he was like, oh my god, my face, my face, oh my god, and I couldn't get the iron off of his face. <laughs> my face is getting I mean... hot. I wonder why that. <laughs> but that was yeah, like, I mean... that was one of the funniest nights ever, man. Didn't it like degrade into? Because everyone had loads of shit stuck to them, didn't they? And yeah. And I think yeah. someone like pulled something out their ass that they've been keeping in their ass or something. Remember that? <laughs> I can't remember. And then he chased then he chased us into the <coughs> toilet and like cornered us like and then ate it or something. I can't remember I who know. that was. I'm not I mean yeah. if I thought long and hard about it I could probably remember but I don't want yeah, to name no, and shame anyone. It just, yeah, <laughs> it just it's Danny. Um, um Danaford, I think his name was, yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just it just went a bit dark, but it, it was really funny, wasn't it? it was, yeah, like, yeah, we were just going outside. I'll, I'll send that photo over. It, mm. it was a really good night, man. Excellent. You know what? That was the same night, right? That we we all went to sleep around there, and uh, three of us woke up in the morning, uh, all with one eyebrow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and right, it was one one of the people who shaved. Had we came to the conclusion that it was one person who shaved their own eyebrow off as well because there was hair and the razor in the sink in the bathroom. Do you know what I mean? That's tactical. That is a tactical that is. manoeuvre. I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure if it's a smart manoeuvre. Can't, <laughs> can't get the blame for it if you take it. Yeah. I think that's why Out of Luck and Lightyear connected so well. Yeah. Yeah. Like cause we got up to some weird shit. Yeah, it's like it's like satellites of weirdness. You know, it's like mm. oh, there's another place that's as strange as this place. Hang on, they're doing it there. That makes it more okay for us to do it. That's fine. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the building in Ghostbusters. Like all, all of the entities all are drawn to that one spot. Mm. I think you're weirdness. right, yeah. Brighton was the spot, though, that everyone just sort of like came in together. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's why I moved there, man. It was mm. Brighton was such a good scene, though, wasn't it? Like, yeah, man. That was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, I, think that's, that's, I think that's like the meeting point for most... For sort of like most people, it was either London or Brighton for me, and like, yeah. cause, but like I don't know, like it sort of Brighton sort of died off on the touring circuit a little bit in sort of like the late noughties, I think, and sort of people yeah. started to lose touch a little bit. But like, yeah, the early noughties around that time, it was just like pandemonium down there. It was well good. It was so, weird, yeah, because you'd, you'd have like certain certain places. So like when we played Bridge End in Wales the first time, it just went off. You know what I mean? Like people, yeah. just, the whole it was like, like a rugby club or something like that, and it just went crazy and it was like wow that seems so strong for such a you know a little yeah. town um, yeah. and you get these pockets wouldn't you but then Brighton was definitely Brighton felt a bit different it felt like it was like more organized you know and but and, still the craziness is like the little town exactly. sort of yeah yeah it was like multiple little towns coming together in it like you know larger venues that but 
better organized and, and yeah. yeah it was just which changes the feel slightly but also it, it I, I think you know when you do diy stuff you've almost got to do it more better organized than the professionals you know <laughs> And how we managed to do that, God knows. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man! It's, it's sort of like, it's like who who can drive? Right? Can you can play saxophone? Right? And you can drive? Sweet, you're in. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, on uh, on New Year's Eve when I when you played at the Hairy Dog, Chaz, and uh, and I was like, so when when do you want me to to come down with my camera? And you're like, you're like, oh, we'll come down at this time. We'll have some photos beforehand, and then uh, we'll do the thing. So I got down, and I was a little bit early, and then I waited. And I waited, and I waited, <laughs> and then, and yeah. then you you appear, and then you're like, all right, mate, I'm like, all right, you know, like, I don't know where the other people are, you know, like, I tell you what, it's like you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think that some of us are parents and things. It's like, oh my it's a god, surprise yeah. that we can organise anything. Uh, <laughs> it, I mean, especially that that Derby show, because that Derby show was like Derby shows of old, you know, where it was kind of like just everybody was battered and just it was just a mess, you know, like like like. <laughs> Everybody sort of multiple Alan Partridges flat flapping around and was, didn't know uh, where they were. I don't think we even really sound checked. Like I don't know. We never. It was really a good. Exposed. It was a good show. There was there was, was a really moment fun. where I think you needed a, a, a little breather because you were you were kneeling on the stage and Neil was stood next to you with his hand on your shoulder, like giving you a you know a there 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 there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Neil so much, man. He's, he's a one-off, definitely. He's a lead. Absolute yeah. ledge. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's he's one of those people, especially that I find fascinating that that they're allowed to do things, you know, and they've achieved things. And I don't mean it in a, in a derogatory way, but you know, like the guy is like, you know, he's done I think like two and a half thousand dives. You know, he's like a dive master instructor guy and saved like three people's lives underwater and you know in, in thailand and stuff like that and you know what i mean he's like black belt in karate all this stuff and but then i look at him and i'm like the guy, the guy we, we were like the other day we were like oh let's let's up, we'll upload it to dropbox and he was like what's a dropbox you know and you're like like how are we going to write any new material man? you know i mean it's it's the same with me with technology it's like at the moment like we're working on like some new stuff and all that and the, the lads have got like their like computers with the studios all that loaded up onto them i mean i still call i still call like computer game like computer games computer games and they're like you call it a computer game and i'm like yeah well it's a computer game isn't it and they're like no it's, it's, it's a ps4 game it's like yeah it's a computer game but like I mean, like my home studio is like my phone i'm like oh yeah i've recorded this on my voice note and they're like man can you just download <laughs> garage band or something like that and yeah, record right. it onto it so we can actually use it. It's like, how do you how do you download that? <laughs> it's, it's uh, I, yeah, I mean different people are like it is funny though now the level of kind of the tech level the musicians kind of have to be at, isn't it? Like Yeah. Um and then the but then there's like the marketing side and it's so much work. It's it's amazing, you know. I think I think musicians nowadays are amazing, really. I mean, I'm I'm in awe of like that all of the technology and how stuff comes on. I mean, every week it's like, oh yeah, there's this new thing. Like recently, uh, was it acapella? I think it is, where you, like you record yourself doing your bit, and then yeah. like with a video and the soundtrack, and then you send it to someone else, and then they do their bit, and then suddenly like you've got like a full song with like six different wow. people in six different parts of the world. And I'm like, what? That's nuts. But I, th yeah. I think it, I think at the moment though it's like it's totally key to have that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, what's 
Goldfinger have been uh, throwing out those those videos, aren't they, where they've all been playing in their respective homes and people have been going crazy for them. Yeah, man, yeah, they've been really good. Yeah. I've so. been round his house, actually, John Feldman's. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I, I painted my balls green with car paint the night before. And, uh, <laughs> I sh- I sh- I sh- I sh- <laughs> my girlfriend's just shaking her head at me going, don't say these things. But um, yeah, and I showed him. I thought, well, my mates uh, in the Beat Union who I was there with were like, show John your balls, show John your balls. And, Is that Davey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he was like, and I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll show my balls. You know, the guy who I grew up listening to, like, <laughs> don't really love, love his music. He's going to respect this, isn't he? You know what I mean? <laughs> he just, like, stared at my balls. And I think he just said, like, I think he just went, sweet balls. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need in life than, like, that, that from John Feldman, you know? Yeah, I put him away straight away. I was like, oh, that's not as appreciated as I thought it was going to be. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it, it, <laughs> you should have started off slow and just got one out, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I peaked too soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like they're, they're they're wicked. Those videos, man. They're, they're mm. really cool. I think it's just it's like because I'm sort of doing this film now and I'm doing my music. I'm picking it all up and my whole creative thing. I'm really trying to get more on now and actually want to do this now. You know, I'm accepting this is who I am and I'm not meant to work in an office and all this shit. And, um, you know, I'm starting to realise how much work it is now compared to what it was and all the multi sort of disciplines you've, you've got to do, you know. It's, it's just mm. crazy. It's mad. At least but it's you're great kind of in time. control of things. Though, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know for me, because of like my T-shirt designs and stuff, obviously I do all the designs myself. Yeah. I market everything myself and things, but I also yeah. have like a full-time job as well well so like yeah so like the artwork that i did for like bungle and and the preachers for their yeah i saw that thing great um, bang, i was banging really good thank you um i was literally like shutting well done work, well done work, well like, done that's really really nice <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like bomb. shut him i was shutting like my work laptop <laughs> and then opening my other laptop oh, and just start to work so i was pulling for the for, for about a week and a half i think it was i was doing like 13 14 hour days um, and I don't know if it's more because I was sending stuff over to TJ and he was going, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's almost, it's almost right. Can we just, can we just... <laughs> One of those clients. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I was like, so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's tough, man, isn't it? Because you're like, you know, I, I was doing it as same, you know, like you, and it, it's almost like you feel sick just opening up your other laptop. You know what I mean? You're like, oh God, I've got to, I've got to go and open my laptop and do this shit. And, but it's, it's the dedication of, of that's what's. Mm so amazing i think yeah in, in any i've kind, sort of, I've form, kind you know? of conditioned myself that it, when i'm not doing something productive i feel like i'm wasting my time and i'm not necessarily mm. it's not necessarily a good thing to think like that but it's i've been doing it for so long i can yeah. you know it, i can't remember the last time i just sat and watched a film on netflix without yeah drawing or doing something totally totally um, yeah have you got have you got kids at all or anything yeah yeah i've got i've got yeah. two i've got two that live with me and one that lives with his mum um so that's another, another yeah thing. thankfully mm. these are the, the ones that live me, with me are like 16 and 17 so okay yeah i think it like it, it for me kids that like apart from like being amazing but also a nightmare sometimes and yeah it, <laughs> it it does make you look at your time because you're like okay well you know i used to spend an hour a day probably scrolling on facebook doing you know nothing and reading about you know maggie's pie that she made or something and then <laughs> you know you, you kind of like actually 
I really need to lock this my time down. You know what I mean? Like, mm, yeah. um, and I need to like be productive with every, you know, fifteen minutes I can get really. Yeah. And, and I think that's it does the that. thing. I, it's I really released... hard. Go on. Oh, sorry, go. No, go on. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a really like bad thing to sort of like happen because like the whole social media thing of like obviously you have. Like you, you have to do social medias and all that but there's a thin line between sort of like right I'm doing productive social media stuff and mm. then you suddenly go oh look there's a panda farting Definitely. oh sweet there's like an Definitely. elephant sneezing you know what I mean and then you're like hang on what the yeah. hell am I doing with my time and like you have to go like no 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 I need to oh, actually man. use my time properly yeah. kind of thing yeah because I mean I've, I've um, I have two evenings a week where I've got a friend in Scotland and we play Xbox together we've done it every week for like over 10 years now about 15 years now actually is that computer so, games yeah that's computer games <laughs> yeah oh, don't worry I'll call yeah. them computer games as well Bungle don't worry don't, me, don't me and Bungle them... get the uh, Commodore 64 out every, oh man every I had a Commodore Sunday. 64 oh mate love my Commodore 64 <laughs> um, but other than that I am kind of like you know I've just released the, the newest episode of the podcast um, yeah after I'd done the I'd done the artwork for for the preachers and then i did something for gabby from the venomous pinks then i went straight back into doing the picture disc uh set up for for bungle and, and the your lads. first draft of that was brilliant <laughs> with the heads on it oh yeah yeah i thought that was great and he yeah. was like he was like it's good but it's not the one i was like what that's amazing don't don't i said it's just a concept like the background could be different i was just kind of giving you a a hint of what it could be so we we, we genuinely loved it. We we looked at it we were like that is absolutely class. Yeah, <laughs> Every so time I, I look at that picture now, like without the faces on it, I'm like, it's missing something. <laughs> so we did all that, and then we kept changing it because we were trying different things. We sent over like three different concepts. So I did all that. Then I've yes, recorded. <laughs> I've recorded three more episodes bow, of the bow. podcast. <laughs> And uh, and now I'm going to try and enter the uh, Fat Records competition to redesign their logo for the 30th anniversary. Ooh! So I'm going to try. Oh that. yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah! That would be a uh, that would be a good one. Yeah. So mm. literally, it's like because I've just released the newest episode of the podcast, I can kind of give myself a few days where I can do some drawing. Mm. Um, I have also got some photos I need to edit because. Yeah, you got you. You're good at that, man. You're a really good photographer. Mm. Thank you. Really good. Thank you. It was. Where uh, was it? Um, it was Birmingham where you came and did our photos with us. Wasn't yes. It, first time? Yeah. It won't be. I think it'll be. It'll only be. I think it'll be next month. It'll be the year. Will it be the year anniversary next month, or was it July? You were. No, with... no it was June. It was June. It was June. I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it'll be a year since I I <sighs> graced you in in <laughs> with my company. <laughs> Yes, um, <laughs> I'd only just got the camera then when I did those photos of you. Mm, that was really good fun. That was really good fun. And you also had a nerd moment with me as well. And you were like, you see that building behind us? And I was like, yeah. He's like, that's the building from Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that, nice. And, that, and that, that was it. It was like, oh, <laughs> nerddom together. It's like, yeah, yeah. we're going to get on fine. This is going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> I, love, I love it. I love it. Yeah, man. I just like to I want to play Street Fighter now. I'm like, oh. right, dude. Oh, I wouldn't. Mate. I wouldn't. Uh, Games Master Live, uh, Street Fighter Two, when I was a kid. <laughs> no way. Yes. 
Yes, what? Compu- computer game champion, Bungle. Computer the game uh, champion. The game. Was Patrick Moore there? Uh, no, he wasn't actually. I, yeah. I wanted to meet. There was quite a miserable looking Dominic Diamond, mm. and I met him and I wanted t shirt and stuff. Oh, I've got a Games Master t shirt still. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I think, I've, when was it? Uh, I went to, when they did the Games Master Live. Yeah. Yeah, I went up to what? that and uh, got a free t shirt. When? Great. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. That you might have like, been in the same place. I, I didn't Mate, even know I might, there was might, a Games Master Live. Like this is all I think, yeah. I think it was oh, at the Birmingham NEC. It was that at the was Birmingham the NEC. Yeah, were you there? Mate, I won. I just told I won Street Fighter Two. <laughs> was that where you won it? Yeah, I'm a legend. Mate. I'm a legend in in uh, Nuneaton. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you might not, not recognise him because he got a perm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I early, my late eighties, early nineties perm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why you guy. felt so natural in like the ninja outfit at Reading that time, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, pl- actually playing real life Ryu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure that we yeah we got we got arrested. Well, we didn't get arrested, but the police chased us for that. But that's mate, I remember, yeah. I remember, I remember being in the campsite. And we came over to your campsite where you'd started, yeah. and then like, ev- like all, all of the uh, authorities came over to break it up, and we yeah. all like bolted in multiple directions. Yeah, <laughs> like, so I jumped behind, I jumped behind the tent, and this cat like crouched down in his ninja outfit, and I just looked at him and I went, "You're right, Chaz." And he just looked at me like all like his face covered, just these two massive eyes looking at me, and he just went. Shh with his finger on his lips <laughs> and then we just both went in our separate directions it was hilarious what what led to that though what was what what, what was going off um so you we, allowed so, to say yeah yeah we just we just um i don't know every now and then I had these weird ideas that we should do something and and most of the time like you were just like yeah fuck it let's just do it so we thought it would be funny to because because i think we were just a bit pissed off that like it was a time when like non no UK bands were really I think getting asked to play and if they were they were quite low on the bill you know um, and they were working like like as hard if not harder than some of the American bands that are coming over and headlining over them due to like probably agent politics and stuff so we just decided right we're going to play anyway and we're going to sneak in a generator and a PA dressed as ninjas to <laughs> to the campsite and then um, so we we rented all that <coughs> out and I remember like walking past the the security guards and and i think sometimes when stuff's so weird people don't question it do you know what i mean so <laughs> they saw like seven ninjas carrying a pa and a speakers and everything <laughs> and he's like what are you doing and we're just like we're just yeah you know, i think someone along the lines of we're just a bunch of ninjas like setting up a pa you know <laughs> and he was just like oh okay you know fair enough <clears throat> probably seen I'm, 10 that day way. If you act like you're meant to be there and doing it, though, then everyone's just sort of like, oh, okay, they seem quite like they know that what they're doing and they're supposed to yeah. be here doing it. So yeah, yeah. And, and that was like the, the days when, like, you know, you could you could just walk into Glastonbury. You know what I mean? People didn't mm. really care then. So um, yeah, and then we we just decided to to set up a PA itself and, and do a, a set in in the um, campsite. And then I think word of mouth got around because there was definitely quite a quite a few people there. Right? <laughs> um, we yeah. we we got through two songs i think and then like the security came and like punched him in the face and then it all stopped and then we were running everybody scarpered and mm. we were running off in one direction and then the police chased us through the tents like dressed as ninjas and <laughs> so we were trying to av- avoid the the you know and that, yeah like we would run across a campsite a campfire 
because obviously they had fires then, didn't they? And we just jumped yeah. through the smoke. And, and be, and people <laughs> so like, cinematic. Yeah, yeah. And then like a police person had like run past, you know. And But I remember like, and then we got caught and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? I was just like, we're just dressed as ninjas. And then and then they, they kind of like realised there wasn't anything they could do, you know? And like, mm. why, why why are they chasing us, you know? Like, because <laughs> yeah. we're dressed as ninjas. So, so um, it's like a dog, you know, and chases a car. <clears throat> when it gets there, what what's it going to do? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but it was it was a it was a funny night, definitely. Do you um, do you ever wish that there was the technology back then that we have now, like all the videos that you may have had? Do you wish? Hell no. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Bungle on that. Yeah, if you were there, you were there, and like you were. I mean, I think that's kind of what makes it so cool. Like looking back on stuff like that, it's like. It kind of gets forgotten exactly what happened, and sometimes the truth doesn't sort of. Like the truth, don't let the truth get in the way of like telling the story of the old Definitely. days, kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, today it's yeah. like, oh yeah, and this happened, then that happened. It's like, well, actually, it didn't, because I've got a video here on my computer box that <laughs> yeah, says <and> it's, uh, <laughs> computer, yeah. box. computer box, <laughs> <Luddite>. corn. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, you're right, and I, I think there's like that that element of of the the kind of folklore and i think with the whole scene video as well you know that the film i'm trying to do that's part of it almost you know because there isn't a lot of document you know documentation of that time but and it is that folklore and i think that with live music has 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 disappeared slightly you know it's you Mm. no one goes like oh my god i was at this gig last (coughs) night what and then someone's like what happened what happened tell me you know i couldn't afford to get in like Mm. what happened oh this this happened and the singer jumped off the stage and you know, and and but yeah, it, it, it is that folklore thing, and I think that definitely has gone. Well, I think as well with that whole thing of like, <laughs> man, you you should have been at that show last night, and then people are like, what, what, what that happened, what, and then like, they're like, I'm going next time they come. I'm to going town. next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. now everything's online and all that, and they're like, yeah, I might go, or I might just watch it tomorrow when someone's put a video up. Which, I mean, again, yeah. it's, it's it's sort of like six of one, half a dozen of the other with it. Like with with technology, yeah. it's, it kind of like takes the magic away, but at the same time, it it gives people a lot more people access to you. Yeah, and it, that's it, isn't it? It, it? That's that's exactly what it's like with with social media. Really, it, it's um, it's too massive to kind of label good or bad, really. But mm. um, it's yeah, because like people, I think especially now, people. I know I'm like craving live music. You know, like mm. I didn't realize how much of a live music addict I am I'll be honest um mm. I just now I'm just dying to go and, you know because I'd go watch anything you know at open mic like you know whatever like mm. I enjoy watching anyone because I think you can always learn something or take something away from anyone playing you know like even if Definitely, it's man. labeled as terrible you, you you can pick something out of it and um and I, I really miss it right now massively yeah, I mean, you saying about the open mic thing and all that. Like, I, I remember when I was living in Brighton, uh, the Druids Arms, is it? <clears throat> by the by yeah. the level, they had mm. an open mic night in there, and it was just like like your usual sort of suspects going in with their acoustic guitars and all that. And yeah. then there was this guy that came in in like a full on tuxedo with like a, a <laughs> just this this wooden bucket and a smoke machine, and we're like, <laughs> what what the hell is he gonna do? And I, he got this wooden bucket put the smoke machine underneath it and then stood on top of it and like the whole pub just like filled out with smoke and then like he just started belting out opera amazing oh my god and it was just like that's... holy crap this is incredible like he was really good as well that's so bright though isn't it 
Is yeah, that, man, but it's just like cool, man. Like this, this is this is brilliant. It's like these are the kind of open mic nights that you want to see because you just don't know what you're gonna get. So I can't remember if it, I can't remember if it was with you or with someone else. And then it was downstairs, yeah, downstairs in the bee's mouth, in that like sort of basement room. And um, we were like, oh, cool, it's gonna be like a an open mic night kind of thing and all that. Went down there and like expecting music to be playing, and we were quite drunk. Went downstairs and we like walked in there and there's this like there's this person just doing spoken word, and we were like oh fuck we fucked ourselves already haven't we we just sort of sat down at the back and like everyone just looked at us, and then the whole way through her set of like doing the open mic sort of just like doing her poems and stuff and we were just like like the whole way through it and like we were just oh it's so embarrassing giggling yeah like at the back of church. There was yeah. nothing funny though. That was the thing. It's like you know no. when you just start and you and can't you finish, can't and you stop. just look at your mate and you're like, "Oh my god, what have we done?" <laughs> yeah, I went I to think... I, I went to one um, in Derby. We was I was out with my mate. It was only what it was early, like about 2003, 2002, <coughs> and um, we saw one of his his mates, and his mate was like, "Oh, I'm going in here. Do you want it?" There's a there's a live event happening. So my mate looks at me. Shall we go in? I was like, "Yeah, yes, yeah, let's go in." Walk in, and it's just it's a spoken word night and we just we were like we were we were out out as they say and we were mm. and it was suddenly you say. and we're just like oh god and we just stood there and i've got nothing against spoken word but it was just the the mindset that we were in back then and uh, at that time of night as well yeah we we're not ready yeah. for that so we stood I at think... the back and there was a there was like a, a guest book um on a counter that you could fill in and stuff and um so we started looking through that and there was obviously the regular comments, the regular comments. And then right near the end, someone had just written in the middle of one of the pages, sometimes when I masturbate, air comes out. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, what? Hold on. What? Out of where? I'm sure, I'm sure Neil used to say that. I'm sure that was something Neil used to say. It was, on, it was a place that. on Sadlergate in Derby. Oh, my God. Where we I'm went. Gonna... Um, I did used to have a photo of it, but I don't think I've got it anymore because it's been I'm, that long. I'm not even joking, and that honestly sounds like it rings rings a bell. Uh, so Imagine that. Imagine. <laughs> I always remember as well um, when I used to work round near the where you kidnapped me and all that area. Oh yeah. Um, the, the it was a consensual kidnap, just for the record, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah alleged. Right. Alleged. <laughs> you weren't driving, so technically you weren't. You were just an yeah. accomplice. Um, just, yeah. <laughs> there was a woman that worked at our place. Um, I forget her name, but I had a bit of a thing for her, and she lived above one of the takeaways on Abbey Street. Mm. Um, and I used to, when we used to go out on a Saturday night, I'd, we'd go to the Tuminos and um, classic. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'd always look to see if her lights were on, and I'd knock on the door and be like, "Can I use your toilet?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> at like two <laughs> in the morning, off two in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and I remember she was like, she poked her head out the window. She's like, well, "What do you want?" I was like, "Can I use the toilet?" She's like, "Yeah," and I get up the stairs, and you're sat in her front room. <laughs> <laughs> when you got bright, when you got red air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. We used to hang out with with all the people on top of the post office. Didn't we? <coughs> yeah, I think that burnt that burnt down. You know, that burnt down. Yeah. <laughs> it, I fractured my elbow in rock in the rock house around that time. Oh, that I sounds did. good. Yeah, well, it was when they were, they were doing ten p a pint 
for ten oh, hours. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. there was we got there really early, so there was no one there. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, we were we we're all stage diving onto each other. My mate stage dived onto my back, and I grabbed his legs and started spinning round to make him dizzy. Slipped on some beer. He landed on my arm, and I fractured my elbow. And then I went into the uh, toilet because I thought I needed a drink. Passed out. Woke up in a cubicle with a guy that I'd obviously gone crash crashing through the door. And the guy was in there doing his business. <laughs> and oh, I come, God. I come to and he's just staring at me. <laughs> and it, the, the rock house was just... We, we, we got a bit drunk the other night and uh, we ended up watching, I'm not even joking, the CCTV footage of the rock house from like 1998. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, somebody's put it up on YouTube and it's it's so weird it's like the ghosts of your memory you know like <laughs> kind of because it's really poor cctv mm. Um, I remember that they actually used to like rush up on stage with one of the cameras when the bands were. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because they had the little TVs dotted around. And I remember, like, yeah. I think it was when Less Than Jake were playing. And you yeah. could see, like, this kind of almost like like uh, infrared CCTV footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bizarre. I can remember that. Like, it was the, the, the beta testing of a GoPro. <laughs> it was a little little tiny camera so is that on youtube yeah that's on youtube yeah so are you like, in the footage i don't think so i think it's earlier than what it says it is i think it's like night it says 97 or something but i mm. think it's earlier because the dancing is horrific like <laughs> it, it is just, unless that was us dancing and it was just horrific so oh uh, mate. i think do you remember when we used to go to a new hero in brighton yes yeah, <laughs> loved, loved Actually, it. Absolutely loved it. Because we, we always used to just like go there because it was cheap drinks and 80s music all night long. Absolutely oh, banging. So good. And like we, we just used to, like, it was proper cheap. So we'd get drunk and then like, generally it was like me and you weren't it that just like end up doing yeah. the cat like sort of like making a human like caterpillar and oh, crawling through yeah. people's legs on the dance floor yeah <laughs> going under, going, remember going under the stage and just staying there like yeah like like crawling they had like a step up stage and you just go and like drink a pint under it and yeah it was it was yeah that was a really fun fun place man it was really good <laughs> then it went to the horn didn't it got really big. yeah that's right that was yeah. sick as well though that was cool <laughs> uh, those nights were hilarious it's like right well, I don't know where this is going to go but like yeah we're going to start and it's £1.50 a pint see you at about 4 oh, o'clock in the morning the <laughs> I've got yeah. some photos of that actually Bungle send them over yeah I think I've got a couple of them where we're just like caked in beer yeah and, it's, and there's, there's just no rhyme or reason to the picture we're just like it's like we're just in the club having a great time apart from the fact that we're just comp- everyone else looks absolutely normal like dry as a bone and there's just me and Taz like completely caked in beer it's brilliant it's funny it's funny you're not saying that because it's like obviously you don't drink and and you know which is totally now mm. I, I get it you know like um you know I, I think I think like 15 years ago I once said oh I don't trust somebody if they don't drink <laughs> yeah same here man you know, same here uh, and and now it's like I totally totally understand it I think it's like not drinking i guess at this age or, or well, any age really like it's not for everyone and it, it can be a super positive thing you know i think it's it's one of those things that like you, you kind of you look at it and then like things sort of start changing you get get like more responsibilities or whatever like for example like you get married like you've got the band like going as well and all that and but you're carrying on drinking like you're 19 still and yeah. they just it just doesn't work man you can't if you, I mean, you can't get up in the morning and go to work to earn the money to sort of pay your rent and all of that because 
you just wanted to go out and have a drink, and it's like, nah, man, can't do that anymore. Yeah. But yeah. there's, I've, I've, I, I, I don't regret going sober, but I don't regret smashing it for many, many years either. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's... Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I mean, the amount of fun. I mean, I don't really get drunk at all very often now, and and mm. um, I'll have like a beer, or you know, I don't know. I just don't really do it, and I think that. Um, <coughs> there's been some really, really funny times, you know what I mean? But I think mm. also like when you, when you've kind of hit everything you can do, you know, and you've done everything and you've, you've been as drunk and you've, you know, there's definitely times where I'm like, I'm lucky to be alive, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, definitely yeah. lucky to be alive and I feel like I'm running out my nine lives, you know? Um, no, I'm, so, I'm with you on that one. It's like how, yeah. how, how we didn't get into more trouble oh, than we man. actually did. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's... Yeah. It's a miracle. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, that, I don't, I don't know why, I don't know why. So, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, it's the same. I'm now, I'm, I'm like, actually, I, you know, go for run, gate, box, mm. you know what I mean, and do these things like, and these things that are really positive as well. Don't have a lot of time. You, know, you, 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 you can't do it when you're hungover. You can't really do it mm. if you've had a beer or two. You know what I mean? No. So, when it starts getting in the way of anything productive, I think that. That's I mean, it's the same with anything, though, isn't it? You kind of, you like, all the way through life, it's sort of like one chapter ends and another chapter begins kind of thing and that is you don't yeah. have to yeah, drink totally. you don't have to drink to be cool and if you or like drink to have a good time do you know what i mean like mm. different people have different cruxes and like some people need like need to have a beer or whatever to relax I'll, yeah i'm not i'm not passing judgment on no one for that it's no, like everyone can all, do what no. they need to do but yeah. at the same time you just got to do what's right for you haven't you <laughs> yeah and i think everyone's just totally different aren't they like you said and Ooh. everyone's relationship with alcohol i just i just think when you do get older you start looking at it going oh like that that is a you know that is a very potent drug an addictive mm. drug that is legal and you know like marketed massively in, in this country yeah. so you know i don't think for me it was or i never really had a like a, a deep problem with it mm. but you know now now i know that people have and do and i speak to them about it i'm like wow like you know that that's full on so but yeah. I mean, I think as well like talking about i mean like we're just talking about it now i think like, the stigmas behind like it needs to be broken as well, and it need, it's it's okay to be an alcoholic, or it's okay to be an addict that's a recovering addict or an yeah, addict. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, every, yeah. it's it's totally fine. Like there's there's no yeah, it's the same. There's nothing I mean, bad about it. It's just like you, everyone's got their own problems, and like it's it's a battle that a lot of people wouldn't know even where to begin. And like the more people yeah. that do talk about it and that make it less sort of like ashamed to talk about it, it makes it just makes things so much easier and it helps everyone get over it you know what i mean and understand as definitely. well definitely and and you know like a, like if you're looking like that like enabling people and you know being aware not to have alcohol around them and, and also like mental health you know like mm. it, <clears throat> even even now and like after all the work everybody's done around mental health recently in the past five ten years it's still mm. got a stigma in this country it's still like if somebody says something it's like oh you've got this or you know, like even in, a, in mm. quite a liberal sort of environment, it's still like, oh, you know, there's that underlying, ah, uh, you know, they've, they've, they're bipolar, you know, whisper it. Do you know what I mean? Or, oh, yeah. or there's, or there's this or that. And, and it's just like, well, actually, it's just the same as being ill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Completely. And, and, and like, like, and, and, and that's this really obvious thing I'm saying, but I just can't get my head around it that it's still, people still, especially in the workplace, man. Like, yeah. it's, mm. it's I, so um, fucked I up. I agree. Man. I agree. I, yeah. mean, I, I mean, I talk I, I, about it a lot on my on my Instagram. I always talk yeah. about it. Um, mm. There was 
a, a time in, I think it was like 20, 2014, where I started getting like really kind of dark thoughts and I realised that it was happening and I kind of mm. I changed elements in my life to kind of snap me out of it. But I've, I've spoken about it and I tell people about it, but then yeah. you say anything about it to like people like at work and they, 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 they can't take it, especially if I make a joke about myself to do with it they can't yeah you, mm. they like if anyone talks about something in the future and i'm just like oh, i'll be dead by then and they're all like oh yeah. oh you can't i'm like what i like it it's, <laughs> it's, it was just a joke and it's against myself and you know i'm okay yeah. with it because there shouldn't yeah. be that no that stigma it, around it because you're saying these things to kind of like the myth yeah. mythological whatever the word is demystified <laughs> you know this, yeah. this kind it, of like thing and, and you go, like, I can laugh at it so can you you know and then mm. so it's putting that out to someone it's going but you're not laughing at it or taking it you know because when you take take the the I think that this country is very good at that it's very good at making something stupid and funny and therefore taking away the power of it you know and mm. I think that if you can do that like like you joking like that is saying it's okay let's just you know deal with this in a, a way of talking about it and laughing at it and we yeah. can kind of maybe take away some of its dread and some of its power. Yeah, and it is. I think it is. I think that that's a good way of doing it. And I think, but at the same time, we don't because it's probably these Victorian, you know, principles that we have of the bullshit of like stiff upper lip and all this. And yeah. mm. and you know, you think it's also that thing with going back to like people that have a say a drink problem, and then you turn around and say that you're not drinking. That that also has its own stigma. People get so offended when you say that you don't want to drink yeah. other people yeah. have more, a bigger problem with it than like people that have a drink problem <laughs> you know what i mean it's, it's i remember when, yeah. when i first when i when i first sort of like stopped drinking like properly uh was it nearly six years ago now which is nuts in itself like do you know what i mean it's like if you went back 10 years and said bungle you're going to be sober like yeah completely sober i'll be like piss off <laughs> you know what i mean like give me give me another beer and let me just ponder yeah. that for 30 seconds but no, I mean, like when I first started, there was like being a, like well social and going to the pubs and all of that, and like everyone's just like, ah, it's like, oh, you know, I'm not drinking today. I'm just coming down and have a pint of coke and say hi and that. And they're like, ah, yeah, whatever. Like two beers, yeah, like whack a beer down in front of me. And then obviously I'm at that very delicate point where like I'm just like, I'll go and one won't hurt. And then yeah. I'm back in again. You know what I mean? But then yeah. Yeah. It, it it hit breaking point, and I just went no because I'm ru- I'm destroying myself for the sake of yeah. having a beer with someone i don't even know yeah and it's like well what why am i doing that what am i what am, am i bettering myself or am i just making myself worse with it and then you you feel like you lose people but you, you you don't really lose friends you just you find out who your core like real friends are who stick by you do you know what i mean it's... i think i think as well yeah it's like certain people i mean you know there's that you do have a laugh when you, you're drinking and you do you know your mates and sometimes drinking is is like what you've grown up having something in common and and mm. um you know where there's that but also like sometimes when other people have that problem it's like and when you say no i'm, I'm not drinking that's just highlighting that they mm. have an issue sometimes you know mm. and they're kind of like well you know if you're not drinking like come on what's wrong with you drink drink and you're like yeah, yeah. no i'm cool man you know like like um yeah but i I'm going to get battered after this anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have 10 for me as well. <laughs> I will do, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want one. You don't want one. Um, I've, I've, okay. got, I've got to head off soon. Just so I was going to say, we, we have mm. been talking for over an hour. So what oh, we'll bloody hell, it's quarter past nine. Yeah, what we'll oh, do yeah. is I'm going to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Mona. Peking. 
Peking boner. Peking boner. <laughs> Sounds like a, a dish. <laughs> Peking boner. So, so yeah, so Barstool Preachers are in, was it two weeks ago released? Uh, yeah, I think it was about two weeks ago. Yeah, we uh, released our new two-track EP called Soundtrack to Your Apocalypse, which the artwork is banging, if you haven't seen it, by a lovely guy called Paul, <laughs> Zombie Teeth Clothing. Yeah, it's banging. Um, yeah, that's you. Uh, we've got two tracks on there. Um, we've got T-shirts and hoodies and everything, like merch-wise, to go along with it, which we're using to raise money for NHS charities together to help um, the families of like, all the frontline workers and all that, um, basically to support them through all the shit that they're having to deal with and busting their balls at the moment. So, uh, yeah. Uh, if you fancy buying that or looking at what we got, then um, yeah, head over to barstoolpreachers.com and you've got all the information on there about it. Excellent. And then you've got the new video that came out last week. We do, yeah. That's an absolutely incredible video. Uh, really, really good. We had the first video which had everyone and their cat and their, literally their cats and their dogs in it as well, which was really good fun. And then we had one last week which was... Um, of like London with no one around and Brighton just completely empty. It's really eerie and beautifully shot as well. So. Shaka Khan. Shaka, 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 shaka. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. <laughs> shaka can't, actually. Shaka can't. <laughs> it's just that episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, okay, and then uh, Chaz, you're working on a documentary that you mentioned earlier. If you want to you give us a yeah. little... <laughs> Um, it's the documentary, yeah, uh, based around uh, bom, bom. the. I guess the, I knew I was waiting for that. Uh, <laughs> the '90s and like 2000s punk scene in the UK and uh, how it was started off kind of small and became thriving with multiple labels and you know playing festivals and it was a really, really, really amazing time and it didn't really get documented by anyone and kind of shaped a lot of people's lives and ethics and the way that they carried on through life. So I'm trying to do that documentary and documenting that. And it will, if you want to go sign up for information about that, that's uh, www.thismusicfilm.com. You could subscribe there and we'll be in touch about that. So we are uh, at various stages of (coughs) filming, but we've got different filming script writing. It's going to be really original and it's going to be great. So um, yeah, thank you. It's going to be good. And then you I just... can't wait to see that, man. It's going yeah. to be so good. I think it's, <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be, I, I'm looking forward to it as well. And then you've Thank just you. uploaded your e, the your old EP I have. to Bandcamp. Yeah, well spotted. Yeah, so I'm, I'm working on the Bandcamp as well because of this um, lockdown business. I'm getting a lot more time to yeah to, to do stuff and write music and i have uploaded my my um uh ep you caught me on the hop here i've got to get my Bandcamp address because <laughs> i've just started getting into it properly and i'm like actually this is sick you know Bandcamp's good um so it's chaz.bandcamp.com um i've got my you album there that. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is that is technical um <laughs> So yeah, and then I've got a few. I'm, I will be ro- uploading some other stuff there. I've got some like limited last issue of the the light year split we did. We've got like three CDs that going up over this week and stuff. So yeah, any support on that would be Excellent. would be brilliant. Uh, I'm also writing a song for the NHS. So anyone else in the NHS, give me a shout, and I'm just gonna pass them a song. It's not really. I don't think it's gonna raise any money, but I just wanted to do a nice song to kind of like show my my appreciation of, of what they're doing um, 
yeah, not as good as the the Barstool preachers what they're doing, but they've got, oh, their, shit together. Shut they've got up. their shit together. <laughs> <laughs> so Jazz has also got a solo album that you'll find on you know all the streaming services as well with the uh, American Smile British Teeth. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's a good album. I listened to it quite Thanks, a bit. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, it's on the on the regular here as well. Yeah, I worry a, oh, a little go. bit about the uh, David Attenborough song because it's going to get to oh. that point. Mm. Dude, don't. It was ninety five, like two days. Or maybe ago, do it was. do get the royalties going. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. that's a good one. Um, and then obviously you got Lightyear <laughs> albums. Um, I always have to explain to people what. That was Chris... so dark. <laughs> Sorry, I was just like, hang on. Wow, that went really dark. I know, I'm only joking. I, I, actually, I ain't going to go live. that way. And I, dude, the guy's a legend. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's a, you know, David. I literally mean that. I don't know what I'm going to do. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. mm. I don't want to tempt fate and all that business, but I just. I, you know, you grow up with that guy, don't you? And it's like your remote granddad, isn't it, really? Yeah. And, um, yeah. Like, yeah. So, adventure remote granddad, a.k.a. David Attenborough. See, <laughs> see, I was like that yeah. with, uh, with Rolf Harris, but then that was a slightly different story. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, oh, yeah. dear, yeah, yeah. Bad he choice. Ins- he Bad was, choice. He inspired me to draw, and then... No way! I see yeah. you, that was just that wasn't just a bad joke. That, you, no, you, no, no, no! Like, seriously, okay. yeah. yeah. Mm. So, if but, only um, it could have been Neil Neil Buchanan. Oh yes! Oh mate, he's in a death metal band one here somewhere. Yeah, I, I saw him play. They were okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to edit this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I am, yeah. am, am going to. So hang, hang on. Let's try that again. Neil Buchanan's metal band. They're fucking great. <laughs> Love it. I'm gonna totally edit that bit out. You got you've got your solo stuff, you've got the light year stuff. So yeah, make sure you support all of all of those things and if you Thanks see, dude, thanks for that. See any light year shows going off anywhere if you decide to do some touring again when we can uh, get back to yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, all all, N- all, all NHS track. staff getting free to all light year shows now forever. So that's the thing, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that that should be matched by the Barstool Preachers. <laughs> we'll match that. Yeah. I'll raise your care stuff. <laughs> so, okay, so thank you both for being on. It's been oh, and if um, David Attenborough gets into free shows as well from the Barstool Preachers, by the way. Oof. How can you raise that? Uh, we can't. Yeah. He, 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 he's not getting into our shows. He can pay. Yeah, I was going to say, don't, don't say Rolf Harris. No. <laughs> no. Um, yes, thank you for being on. It's been, it's been an experience. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, it's been lovely. But yeah. This is going to take you forever to edit as well. Uh, yeah. To be fair, to be fair, the, the, it, it's going to be... not a lot of good in it. <laughs> no, to be fair, it's probably going to be, you know, not that much to edit out. It's going to be, you know... If you take out the dick jokes and the fart jokes and you're going to have about yeah. ten minutes, so... <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> it's been it's been good chatting though, Bungle, because we don't actually get to chat, do we? And, well, we've been uh, trying to yeah. chat for the last two oh, weeks, yeah, haven't we? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like we're regardless of lockdown or not. If you're busy, but we all, I know weird, where yeah. you, I know where you are. That's yeah, the thing. I know you're in your me. house. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's <scary>. um, <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> it is weird though because you can't. Bow, bow. <laughs> Oh yeah! Sorry, we're going off on one again. 
but just um, talking about you two talking. It's funny, like you said, it's like I am, I'm, I'm busy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm in lockdown, but it's like I'm fucking busy. And it's good though, man. It is good. It is busy. good. It is good. Uh, I mean, I don't get bored. I mean, I've not been bored for, since I was about fifteen. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so you've been in lockdown good. since you were fifteen. No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Feels like it. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's good. I'm in a good spot. I'll be honest. I'm in. A if you want to be my lover, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was that seems nice. like a good time to. That was a good <laughs> note. Uh, to end it, I think. I just want to stay and do it now. I better go because I'm going to get in trouble. But uh, <laughs> yeah, nice chatting, man. And uh, yeah, yeah lovely to chat to you, chaps. Bungo, we'll have a we'll have a, a talk talk about. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll we'll have a chat and put the word to rights. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. See, you See you later, fellas. Bye. See you later, guys. Bye bye. There we go. Hope you enjoyed that. I know I certainly did. If you noticed, there was a lot of time I wasn't speaking because I was just sitting back and listening to the crazy stories that these two had. So, as we say, check out Stuff by the Boston Preachers, check out Stuff by Lightyear or Chaz's solo stuff, which is also really good. Um, and, yeah. And before we go, um, instead of the usual check-in, I just want to acknowledge the fact that uh, a year ago today, uh, a friend of mine, Steve, took his own life, and I spoke to him the day before it happened, and I would never have guessed that that was the kind of mindset that he was in. So, just to keep it brief, I'll say, Mr. Steve, uh, I'm having a drink for you tonight, and if anyone ever feels like they're in that kind of downward spiral, reach out to somebody. Reach out to me, Zombie Teeth Clothing. I'll, I will reply. I can talk to you. Always happy to listen, um, as I've been in a similar situation myself. And I will uh, catch you next time, Mr. Steve.